Hello, welcome to a brand new video. Today it's going to be very different, something that I haven't actually done before, and that's kind of just, um, just like a channel update, a state of arena update. I'm not really sure who this video is for, but it might be interesting for people who are just interested interested in me, maybe the channel, um, just my thoughts and other things. Maybe even go into kind of more podcasty style, which is something that I've actually been interested in doing, something that I've been wanting to be doing for a long time. It's just things haven't worked out, timing, and it's just really difficult to sometimes um, just get people together to, to get a podcast-style thing happening. But I do want to do it in the future, so stay tuned. Who knows? I've got a few things planned, but just not yet, basically. Um, so, yeah, if you think of this video more like a podcast with, a camera maybe that'll be better for you but yeah sadly no gameplay in this video but i have 400 videos with gameplay so go and check those out if you want to I kind of want this video to probably be a bit more self-indulgent than usual um and less formulaic i suppose and i don't know just something a bit different i feel that i've been thinking about my channel lately and although it's not humongously popular you know it's not like the big guys out there um i should probably be more appreciative of what I do have. I have an amazing audience, so thank you so much. I mean, somebody the other day um, donated an incredible amount to me, $100. I mean, that that's crazy. I, I, it's That's just really crazy. So thank you so much. You know who you are if, you, if you're watching this. Um, it's... Uh, <laughs> I told the wife, and she said, oh, why would anyone ever pay that to you? I was like, thank you, thanks. <laughs> so I thought it was quite funny, but yeah. The relationship I have with my wife is, is funny. We love each other very much, but we're always... Um, the banter game is pretty strong, so that's fine. If I ever sound aggravated towards her, um, it's it's kind of normal, you know. It's, it's always going to be a love-hate. Pretty much everyone in life is a love-hate, isn't it? You can't love everyone 100% of the time. But um, I thought in order to kind of do... Not really an icebreaker as such, just no ice to be broken if it's just me in a room, but uh, I thought I might... Um, I had an idea a while ago to just ask, just make more interesting community posts and that could be involving the community on the channel. So I'm just going to read out this interesting moral quandary that I posed to my audience. And uh, if you don't know what a moral a moral quandary is, it's basically a question without a correct answer. Um, and that's why it's interesting because you see how people think, you see, in this case, the ruthlessness of humanity let me ask you the question, see what you would say. So this is just from me. This is what I made up. So the question to you is, a mysterious suited stranger approaches you. He opens his briefcase and levels it before you. Within it, a large red button and a large green button. A quandary is bestowed upon you. Push the red button and someone you don't know randomly dies. You receive $10,000, someone you don't know. Push the green button and someone random that you do know dies but you get a million dollars. So which do you choose? There is no escape. An impenetrable dome of black fog surrounds you both. So tell me below what you would choose. And then once you've thought about it, maybe a minute, um, I'll tell you the statistics of of what people vote and what people said, because I found this really interesting. Um, So I got 183 votes, which is pretty, pretty good. And red was chosen 68 times. So that's someone you don't know randomly dies for $10,000. And it's a somewhat surprisingly high, 32% of people push the green button. Someone that they didn't know randomly dies. So they receive a million dollars. 
So that's a third of the people who voted are psychos. Um, I I would say that's on the psychopathic spectrum, which is fine. We all have unusual traits, but yeah. Someone you do know randomly dies, you get a million dollars. That could be anybody. That could be your family member, someone you know off the street. But then the thing that interested me, interest, sorry, burping in the middle of a sentence. The thing that interested me most about this country is the, the comments. It's got a fair number of comments on it as well. Um, the one I love the most was from um, at was we sitch, uh, who said, push the red button a thousand times. Which uh, I remember that that really cracked me up. Um, I kind of like the logic. Uh, what I like about these quandaries is actually what what I like about people, especially. especially I've got a friend called Elliot, and he does this to me a lot. Is he always makes me? He always counters the thing I say with something equally as interesting. Like, I really appreciate that. So yeah, I never stipulated how many times you could or couldn't press this button. So the fact someone has broken the system by saying pressing the red button a thousand times is pretty funny, actually. Um, I do like that that people can think outside the box somewhat ironically. This question was posed uh, because there was, there was actually a movie called The Box and it's literally the same thing. Someone comes to your door with a button, big red button or something, in this, and it's this pretty much a similar question to what I did. But the twist of the movie is, um, well, spoiler alert, if you don't know the twist of the movie, just skip ahead, I don't know, a minute or two minutes. Um, the twist of the movie is that if you do press the button and someone dies, the the box obviously, well, or not obvious, goes to someone else and then you are then a, can be a victim of the next person. So it's quite interesting. Um, and then somebody said, um, press both, pressing both buttons. Interesting. Not stipulated you couldn't do that either. Um so yeah, I just found it interesting. For it's good for engagement and just to see what people think. It's just a bit of fun. It doesn't obviously have anything to do with magic, but or, or maybe it does. Maybe it does. You know, it it shines a light on people's nature and people. When people play magic, it is you're pretty much magic is like an extension of your personality, isn't it? Because you're crafting something, especially commander, hundred cards of your choice, you know, it's things you love, the look of, things you like the effects of, and it is an extension of yourself, as strange as that sounds, a hobby is is so important, it's so much so, everything we do, everything we choose is an extension of your mindset, so to have people, you know, a third of the voters on this saying they would kill someone they know for a million dollars, basically, that's very rakdos for a start, it's very rakdos, but yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. Maybe I shouldn't have found it as funny as I did, but I, anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to take some inspiration from my community feed before we go into some other stuff, because I just think it's quite interesting to see people's feedback. Um, so yeah, as I said, this is completely unstructured, unscripted, raw, raw content for you here. This won't appeal to you all, because most of you subscribed for the gameplay, so I do apologise for that. But you know what? Something a bit different now and then. Um, I think you appreciate So recently I made a video. Uh, called 10 decks for 10 guilds and it did terribly it did absolutely shit did really shit and it always makes me feel sad because these are some of the best videos i i love making them and i I think you should watch it if you haven't watched it it's just a few videos back give it a find on my channel and here's the weird thing about these videos right some of my videos that get the fewest views 
have a really high engagement level. And when I say that, I mean a lot of comments, a lot of love for them. So the ratio of comments to watches is really high. Now, here's a sad statistic. is because it's not getting that many views compared to regular gameplay. It doesn't get as many... It just doesn't get pushed out as much. But if you scaled it accordingly, if it had... I think 400 views, let's say, for the 10 guilds video. But my gameplay normally gets about 1,000. So if you scale it up times three, you'd get three times the comments, three times the love, and it would just do so well. So it's, it's a weird push and pull with YouTube. So YouTube's telling me I've made something interesting and good, worthwhile, and a very high like and comment rate. But you're not pushing it. So it's in a small sample. But it's sad, because um, YouTube does punish you for... um was a bit of fluff doesn't punish you for fluff but if you ever see me crick my neck by the way it's because i've got really bad um, posture because i paint warhammer as you can see in the shelf here freshly not freshly but newly painted um tau army that i've been working on so but yeah that'll be another subject or video but yeah the 10 the 10 guilds 10 decks video didn't do very well and i suspect this video won't do as well either but yeah as i said this is for a completely different kind of audience that um, may not find the gameplay as interesting as as usual. But again, we'll come back to the reason for that later, which is partly why I wanted to make this video. Next thing I want to talk about is, um, and also the community post section on YouTube is fantastic. It's kind of like a diary of other subjects to talk about. And it's nice to just kind of go over it, just kind of, uh, it's, it's important to digest what's been told to me because it's feedback to improve my channel and tell people just more about me. I think... I need to, I think I need to do more of these, even if they do get terrible views, to be honest, because it's, I feel like it might reward people who are interested in me, in particular compared to just the magic, because the magic, the magic isn't always fun, is it? I totally understand, I totally sympathise, if you're having a terrible time playing magic um, right now, I, I get it, and this leads into my next point, I did a poll, so I said, Try and engage interest in Murders at Carve Manor. I'm enjoying a new set for the first time in a while, but how do you feel? Views across the new commanders have been low for a few creators I've seen. And that still applies to this day. The views are pretty low. It's kind of weird in a way, because uh, a lot of well, a lot of the big uh, content creators, when they make new commanders, they normally get a lot of uh, a lot of views. But so for this one, there's five options I put. So you can either love the set, you can choose fatigue has set in and it's too much product. The historic brawl meta is frustrating. Lost interest in arena and other same comments. So the highest percentage out of 208 votes was fatigue has set in and it's too much product. And that's very worrying and very sad for me as a content creator because it's somewhat, it's cannibalistic, right? I am a content creator. And if the content is boring or tiring, then that's damaging for me. So that's why I need to, that's part of the reason why I thought making a video like this would be a positive thing rather than just focusing on the game, winning and losing, which is depressing a lot of the time to just focus on that. Focus on other things like life, other subjects. Um, I'll try and get them towards magic, obviously. Statistics, just feelings about the game. It's okay. It doesn't always have to be about gameplay. It becomes, it becomes too mechanical, maybe. After, you know, after doing 400 videos of gameplay it gets it can get a bit stale a bit old so breaking up with stuff like this is interesting and obviously talking to you about the statistics tell me i mean how do you feel about 
murders at Karlov Manor. The irony is, by the time I've released this video, another set's probably going to be announced, another two sets, three sets, equal layers. And what, how do I feel about that? Well, the fatigue has set in, I suppose, to some extent. I'm a glutton for punishment. I do, I love magic still. Sets, sets get boring, sets get exciting. I think Karlov Manor was okay. It, I'm more interested in it than the previous set. Um, but the fact that people are less interested in it, it's difficult to fix that problem because I feel like I my content doesn't change. Um, you know, I'm still providing the same content as such, like you know, gameplay commentary, uh, insights into into moves and other things. But yeah, it's it's difficult, and I, I don't really know how to diagnose that. It could just be that it's a less popular set. It's hard to say without seeing the statistics, right? It would be really great if I could see what's these sell statistics. There probably is someone to find them, but it just feels like a lot of the information is hidden and hard for creators to find. Um, I also wanted to shine a light on something else. There's a website called edhrec.com. This is a really good website for showing you all the popular commanders from every single set. It's a giant archive. Every single commander, every single set, every single thing that's ever released. Now, the issue with this is it's a really fantastic database. Uh, everyone uses it to create magic decks, but there's a huge problem, and it's called homogenization. That basically means, given enough time, eventually everything just becomes the same. This isn't just a problem for Magic the Gathering. It's a problem for the last five years of media, you know, um, politics, everything. Everything is stricken by homogenization. Everything becomes the same. Everything becomes boring. Everything becomes dull. So, it, you know, we have to stand out from that. We have to um, make things different enough to be interesting. And that's my job to find out what people want. So that's exactly why I'm kind of probing my audience like yourself with these questions and the videos like this, just to see what what people think. And the second lowest, 27% from that poll said the historic brawl meta is frustrating. Now this is completely out of my hands. I make more videos, more decks than most people out there. Um, so yeah, I've, I've never been accused of using the same decks over and over again. So that's a good thing. That's some, that's a criticism I'm glad I don't see. I see a lot of criticisms, but that's not one of them, so I'm very grateful for that. So I face a lot of powerful decks, Tier 1, Hellcube. I don't even know if that even exists anymore. Things change often, but it, you do see a lot of the same commanders. You know, lately it's been Pantalaza, uh, there's, there's Itali's. Atraxas, you know, all the same shit that you you know. You know exactly what it is. Because you, if, you, if you're watching this video, it's likely that you you play Arena a lot. So you know. And if you don't play Arena much, then... And you do face the same decks over, again, over and over again. I'm so sorry. It's, it's tough. It is tough. That's why decks have to be strong to... In all, or in all, for you to have fun. Otherwise, the thing is, right, you could say, oh, I just want to make a jank deck and hope... For to win you're not going to win with a giant tech not really it's just not the way it's going to be in 1v1 1v1 is and never will be a place to explore jank decks and that hurts me to say that because when my channel first started it used to be you know when the game was in its infancy you know i'm I've, i'm coming up to three years with this channel now and the thing that makes me sad is when i first started this channel 
I was one of the first, at least Brit, Brits, to do this historical content. Um, historical was not a thing when I when it, it wasn't like this when it when I first made the channel. It, it started off with Brawl, which was sixty card singleton standard, and then it became hundred card non rotating. So yeah, and then I feel as though it's it's. I always like to use the analogy of the small coffee shop versus Starbucks, right? I'm the small coffee shop, and CGB's Starbucks. So you can imagine where I'm going with this analogy. You know, when he when he got wind that historic brawl was a thing, and LVD as well, um, through one way or another, I don't know. You know, the data it's it's the internet. Data goes fast. They could have seen any number of videos, any number of things where historic brawl was popular. And they started doing loads of historic brawl videos. And that really killed me inside because I'm pretty intuitive. I mean, when I first saw them doing historic brawl videos, I thought, shit, I'm, I'm in trouble now. Because people always say, find your niche, right? And historic brawl was my niche for a long time. I mean, um, that's why I mean MTG Gnome kind of go back because he and I were kind of the only two really doing the historic brawl content. Um, around the similar time, starting pretty similar time, um, there was also I'm not fine who who used to make content as well, and I suspect he may have left because he realised how difficult it was to gain subs and views and stuff. And yeah, it's ridiculously hard. I do not, I do not envy anybody who um, has been doing this for longer than me, and I do not have any bad feelings for people who want to quit this because it's really hard. Um, my point is that, yeah, Starbucks is a dominant force. And essentially what I'm saying is what I feel like. And I don't know if you've ever had this before, but you, you think something so much and you, you know it's true, but then you start to question the reality of it, right? <laughs> Maybe I'm just paranoid or depressed or anxious or whatever, probably all, all of those. But, you know, I'm pretty sure I used to be one of the only few historic broad exclusive channels and yeah and then ctp lvd start making them and yeah competition competition is good it is good because it makes you want to strive to be better and i understand that but no one will ever topple amazon starbucks um and you know all those all those big big boys it's it's not possible like you know it's, it's weird to compare youtube to to the american dream but the the concept of Anyone can make it, right? Anyone can make it on YouTube. Sadly, I think that notion is dead. Given the dawn of especially AI content, the dawn of the algorithmic bias towards large content creators, you need a degree to really delve into this. I mean, I've over the two or three years I've been doing this, I've, I research weekly on how to improve the channel, how to make things more engaging, psychology of viewers you know i've tried so much and i still can't break out of small youtuber status you know it's it's crazy for a number of reasons my videos have a weird soft cap around a thousand views look for yourself most of my videos stop about a thousand now if you look at the variance on other channels it doesn't really make sense if I've said this before, but okay, let's use this analogy. 
you have a d40, so that's a 40-sided dice. So each number on the dice, 1 to 40, times it by 1,000, and that's the number of views a video could potentially get. The reason I've chosen a d40 is because my videos tend to lay end at about 1,000, and then the CGBLVD tend to get up 40,000 views or so. So if you roll that dice randomly, you would get, on average, a lot more variance than I do. Somehow, my D40 keeps hitting 1,000 to 2,000 views per video. I mean, I don't think my videos are 20 to 40 times worse than CGB LVDs. I mean, that's a humongous multiplier, isn't it? Or divider. But YouTube does. YouTube does think that. And a lot of people argue, oh, make better content. My God. How? <laughs> it's so difficult. You know, I've the the weird thing is the people who do like the content say say it's like some of the best content they've seen. And when you know it it's is really hard. I don't know how to uh to come out of that vortex of content create a hell I swear, in in a way yeah i mean i'm fine i've kind of i've come to terms with this all now it's just taken a while and I'm, yeah it's fine I'll, i'm happy to be the small indie channel yeah i mean i've got loving fans it's it's great it's it's nice but i'm not angry now i'm just confused it's just like how can everything be kept at a thousand if the pool is so high you know maybe someone out there is really fantastic at maths well here's the thing i have two friends two really good friends elliot and josh and they are the bee's knees with reading statistics, reading maths. And I have an open chat with them every week. I can talk to them every day I really want to. I'm constantly just chucking stats and stuff at them and telling them, you know, how do you digest this data? How do you read this data? Because YouTube uh, Studio gives you a lot of algorithmic nuggets of information and just, you know, views per video and when people drop off videos and stuff. And it is just very anomalous, very, very anomalous. It's almost like YouTube is throttling me. I mean, and if it isn't, so if it isn't throttling me, it means my content is terrible. <laughs> but, and if it is, I feel sad about that. But yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be watching this if you thought it was terrible. But yeah, anyway, I mean, ironically, this video will not get as many views as my gameplay videos. I can almost guarantee that. So I don't know, this is... There's no answer to this. I'm just telling you because um, it's me kind of venting, um, trying to tell you, you know, if you want to be a content creator these days, you have to be, you have to have a special set of skills like Liam Neeson. But no, probably helps if you're a girl and or you have um, big boobs because that seems to be the only thing that really wins on YouTube. I know it sounds really cynical, but it's true. I don't know if you've seen YouTube lately or you've seen netflix but anything with a woman with her boobs out or attractive woman it's gonna get you a lot of views and i get it it's a male-dominated um hobby it's a male-dominated platform most of the youtube views are men there's lots of documentaries and statistics to outlay this so yeah it it helps to be an attractive woman and that's just the way men are wired to like women so i can't hate that because obviously i like attractive people as well just like you do. I mean, if you don't, then I guess good on you, but you're probably lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah, my point is, 
content creators like me do get it a bit hard in, in terms of just um it's difficult to grow difficult to grow and it could be a million reasons a million things i'm doing wrong it could be it could be but i try to address so much the problems that people have with the channel and i think i'm in, I'm in a good position i know what i'm doing I've done it for a while <laughs> and who knows i'm gonna still try my best still try and grow but yeah it's just very tough but that that was a big segment that was a big segment uh moving on to the next topic i suppose I'm going to quickly interrupt this video to tell you this video is not sponsored. And because of that, the channel does need help from people like you. So if you do want to support the channel in your own way, you can like and subscribe, which is completely free. But if you want to go the extra mile, you can donate to the channel via my Ko-fi link below or become a channel patron. And if you become a channel patron, you can get a custom video of your choice. Check out the details below. So um, on Facebook, Facebook has a really cool little feature where it just um, tells you things that you did a year ago, two years ago, you know, many years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. I had a notification come up saying that I was in Japan about eight years ago. And that was just such a cool memory and one of the best memories ever. Um, and yeah, this is something else I posted about in the community post as well. I just, I talked about in the community post how I went to Japan with Elliot and we visited Tokyo and Kyoto. 10 days in total, um, three in Kyoto, seven in Tokyo. Fantastic. As weebs, we absolutely loved it. You know, if you love anime, you love manga, mecha, ramen, sushi, pocky, you know, all that stuff. Japan is the place to go. It's just incredible. And as a fan of magic, it's, it is like Christmas because if you've watched the matrix, the, uh, the scene where Neo gets the, the guns from the, the, you know, the racks of guns are just flying past his head like that. That is what Japanese magic stores are like. You go in and it's glass cabinets filled with incredible singles. And, um, I don't know if you know what Argos is, but Argos in the UK is like a catalog based warehouse. You'd pick from a catalog and then you go to the counter and then they give you the item over the counter. There's no actual stock on the shop floor. It's kind of what these shops like in Japan. Um, but yeah, if you ever get a chance to get to Japan, it's just fantastic for everything. You know, it's safe, clean, green, tasty, warm. Public toilets are great. Only downside is there's no bins. You can walk around for ages with some litter or trash, as you want to put it, and you will not find a trash can or a bin for ages, and it's kind of weird. I think Elliot and I timed it. as like 30 minutes walk until we found a bin. That was crazy. But what I want to get at is, um, yeah, I played FNM in Japan for the first time ever. Small little shop. Um, Elliot taught me a few words to try and, you know, get to grips with talking with people that probably don't speak English. Playing standard, 60 card standard back in the day. I used Esper Dragons. Three or four rounds. And I actually won. I won an FNM in Japan. That, that is crazy. Again, it's one of those things where you remember it and you think this is really good, but then you question, did it happen? And maybe that's a weird condition I've got where my memory just sucks. Maybe it is. But yeah, it's it's so cool to think, I don't know, it's just what experience, you know. That's definitely memory for life. Someone has, somebody likes Japan, someone likes magic. For, for that to have happened to me, I got so lucky. Yeah, 
Esper Dragons got me the win in another country, in a tiny FNM where you had to play standing up, because it's tiny, you know, Japan's tiny, they, all, they build up, not sideways. And, uh, you yeah, know, Japanese people won FNM. Really fantastic experience. I met all my best friends in Magic, hobbies, FNMs. Um, so what I'm trying to say is you should push yourself, even if it is scary, I think. I don't, I, I can't think if that's detrimental or not. Like, would it be damaging to tell someone to go out of your comfort zone? It, I mean, it could be. I'm not telling you to do anything crazy. Just go to an LGS, local game store, in your native country, of course. I'm not saying go to another country. But yeah, if you ever feel like you're lonely and you need to talk, there's there's other people like that. And I think it's, it's weird. People gravitate towards people. I think damaged people especially gravitate towards each other and especially towards hobbies and things that distract them people look at the hobbies i've got i've got magic lego warhammer we we do this stuff because it takes our mind away from the things that hurt us and that's important because life is hard life is painful and having all this stuff is a really wonderful distraction everything's a distraction really isn't it if you think about it everything is here to just make you forget reality you watching this video now uh, you're probably um well due to the nature of this video you're probably doing something else as well that's fine this is probably like a passive to you you may you might be falling asleep to this you might be doing some painting that's what i do if i'm painting warhammer i'll put on a video of someone else it's, it's weirdly comforting isn't it like it's um if you're doing a hobby you might be doing another hobby as well like sometimes when i'm playing arena i'm looking at my paper cards or you know i'm always trying to distract myself probably quite concerning in some way i just can't cope with the reality i suppose but um you need to find people that are like yourself and lgs's are a weird haven this is going to sound really crazy but what else is there if you don't go to an lgs what else is there if you like magic or Warhammer, anything. If you don't go to, if you don't play Warhammer, you don't play. By the way, you can replace the word magic with anything. If you play, I don't know, um, Pokemon card game, Yu-Gi-Oh card game, Duel Masters, Flesh and Blood. There's millions of card games now. People know nerds have the money, which they they do. A lot of nerds have a lot of money now. You know, the millennial, my millennial generation has a lot of money. You know, ever since COVID, people realize, oh, people spend money at home a lot. Yeah, they do. I mean, look how much shit's in my. I mean, that's just one small bit. You haven't seen the whole room yet, but, um, but yeah, it's, what do people do? You know, I hear people, I know a lot of people who are lonely and it's sad. No, I'm not trying to be like horrible. I'm just saying like, it's sad as in like genuinely sad because how do you meet new people? How do you meet people like you? Because you go to work and I really wouldn't say work is where you meet your long-term lifelong best friends i have one exception to that one exception and it's uh pretty heartbreaking but that's a story for another time uh but basically what i'm saying is i have one friend i've ever made from any workplace really i can really call a friend um and yeah he's he's still my friend today and i'm really grateful but i don't work with him anymore but that's that's the sad part but but yeah if you don't if you don't go out to like social 
clubs, social gaming clubs or anything. What do you do if you live far away from other people? It's really hard. I, I really sympathise. I'm a very social butterfly, really. I mean, I like to have my own time and space, but being with others is great. You know, having a laugh with someone else that feels the same way as you is just incredible. And in a way, maybe that's why some of you are watching this, because you might not have that. And I welcome you all. I welcome you all. And um, it's great to have you here. You know, people probably gravitate to me in in a similar way that I gravitate to, to other people. Weird, funny, strange, obsessive types. You like to make jokes because reality is too harsh. Um. So, yeah, I can't really push FNM and LGS is enough. I met some of my lifelong friends. You know, back in the day they used to be called like LAN clubs or like a computer game club. Like you used to go and play LAN. So if you don't know what LAN is, local area network. It's just where you get loads of PCs connected to each other and you play games like Counter Strike or Come on Conquer. Even Xbox, you know, you can put Xboxes together. You can play Asian other Asian Empire, whatever. And that was a really cool club where I used to live. And they had computer games, had food, drink. It was a big, big hall thing above a supermarket, I think. And yeah, they had card games. I remember I went to this card game shop and I I was introduced to Duel Masters, which is such a great game. It was discontinued in the UK because it just didn't do very well. But essentially Duel Masters is this is the this is the joke, actually. If you've heard of the game Lorcana, which is the Disney game, Lorcana just ripped off Doormasters. The gist of it is, it's just like magic, but every card you can turn upside down, play it as mana. Every card. There's never mana drought in Lorcana or DM or Doormasters because um, you can always just turn any card upside down and it provides <coughs> one mana of the colour the card is. So let's say you had a lightning bolt in Doormasters, you could turn it upside down, play it as land. It taps to one red. Crazy core cool system. But yeah, it didn't do very well. And it went to Japan only, Duel Masters. And, uh, and then Lokana came out recently. And everyone's like, oh my god, Lokana's so original and so fucking good. It's not, guys. It's just a con. They stole Duel Masters. If you play Duel Masters, back me up, guys. Back me up. Um, just watch a Lokana tutorial video after this one. Just tell me what you think. It's the same thing with Disney characters. So clearly all the Disney weebs are going to buy into it. And you know what? Go for it. It's a great system. It just feels sad that DM didn't do well, but then this one is. It's it's just weird. It's all about optics and skins, right? And like skin, as I said, sexy, attractive women get the views. Disney gets the views, right? Disney's Disney is the biggest. Um, but yeah, Dormouse's first game. Then I played Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Uh, met some friends that way. Then I played Warhammer. Yeah, all all my best friends are from LGSs and, and hobby shops as such. So next up, I just want to briefly touch on Secret Lairs and the Universes Beyond sets for uh, Magic the Gathering. Now, when these first came out, it was kind of annoying and stuff. But you know what? Because we've been barraged so much as an audience, as a um, as sheep for the corporations, I'm at the point now where I, I just don't really care about all these extra products, the, the waves they're making mainly because it's inevitable and there's nothing we can do about it. So I think we're just going to take it with a pinch of salt, enjoy it for what it is, block out the noise, and enjoy what you like. I want to focus on the things we love and not the things we hate. I think that's something we should do as humans, is 
there's there's going to be a lot of stuff coming to Magic soon, I think. In terms of just more stupid sets, I mean, they just announced that there's going to be a Universes Beyond booster, which is seven cards. Again, like the Aftermath set, but in an article I read, it's because although the Aftermath set didn't do well, this Assassin's Creed Universes Beyond booster was already in being produced by by the time the feedback came in. So we're going to have one more of these seven card packs in paper and then it should go away. But yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe with enough feedback, things do go back to normal. I mean, one thing which is good and bad is the boosters, they've gone back to normal again. So they used to have... So they, back in the day, we had regular booster packs. It's like £3.50 for a booster pack, which is pretty nice. So you get three for £10 in the UK, which is pretty good. And then they said, oh, let, let's not do that. It's too simple. They went for the draft booster and then the set booster, which is the names are so irrelevant. And they don't really mean anything to somebody who doesn't play Magic, which is hyper confusing. Draft is for draft, obviously, but only obviously if you play Magic. And set booster, I mean, that's a stupid word. It just means fewer cards, so it's 12 cards, higher rare chance, and cost more money. So you're paying more money for less cardboard, which is BS, to be honest. And I'm glad they got rid of that. Back to regular boosters as such, but now they're calling them... I don't know what they call them, but they're just one booster... But they're five pounds each now, which is crazy. So you can get two for ten pounds, which is just ludicrous. You do get a higher rare drop rate, which is nice, I suppose. Um, and it does kind of make collector boosters more worthless. I bought a collector booster the other day. Pardon me. And it was utterly crap. Utterly crap. Twenty two pounds it was for a collector booster. And I got like two or three rares. In hindsight, I could have bought four regular boosters for twenty pounds. And probably got eight rares. So in hindsight, that was, yeah, didn't feel so great. Collector boosters, yeah, definitely going down in value, whereas regular boosters going up. So maybe it's good, good for the layman. Also, I hate foils, so I don't know why I keep buying collector boosters. I've clearly got a problem. I went into game and I was like, oh, I'm get a booster. I was like, no, I don't want to get a booster. So I went and had a coffee with the with the wife. And then I talked myself into buying one. I was like, no, no, I want one. You know, it's I've got such a FOMO. FOMO is terrible. And Wizards, Watsy, know that we are FOMO people. They know that the FOMO people are obsessed with magic. You know, they know we love magic. And they're preying on the FOMO people. That's why you and me are constantly being drained for our cash for this hobby. Is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what else are we going to spend our money on? We have to enjoy life somehow. So, makes us happy for a bit, you know, buying a few card rectangles I mean, what else do you have like once you have somewhere to live and you're happy with where you live and you can afford to pay the rent i guess maybe treat yourself i, mean, I don't know maybe i'm probably spent way too much warhammer lego whatever do what you want it's your money <laughs> i'm just saying collector boosters probably not great but um yeah the universe is beyond my friend as elliot was saying how we're gonna have two of those a year or something i don't know something crazy like that um some of them are going, to, are, are going to be great, not going to lie. The Final Fantasy ones I am excited for. Tell me in the comments below what set you are excited for, if any at all. Final Fantasy VIII is my favourite. Please don't hurt me. Most people say seven because, oh, I don't know. Seven's good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just very boring, you know. At least some people say nine. That's interesting. People say nine. Not many people say eight. I love eight. I've got a friend who likes eight. That's that's good. Seven I, I like, but everyone just goes on about seven so much. Um, either way, if they make this is my theory, right? Universes Beyond Final Fantasy, there's going to be a deck for seven, 
yeah, I reckon it's going to be Commander set. So a deck, a deck for Final Fantasy VII, a deck for Final Fantasy VIII. And, well, that's not a really good prediction, but the rest, I don't know, maybe Final Fantasy IX and X, and then maybe in another wave do some more. I don't really know if it's going to be Commander decks or a set, but it's going to be very exciting. I'm very excited for that, compared to the Marvel one. The Marvel one, eh, I think it's way too late. If that came out, Five, ten years ago, maybe. But now it's just like, dude, what happened? Marvel set. Marvel's just, uh, it's just a man. I used to be great. I used to be a huge fan. I used to get all the Blu-rays. Can you imagine that? 10, 12 pounds per Blu-ray. That is a lot of money. There's a lot of movies back then. And there still are, but yeah. I think that really rounds out what I had to to really say. I mean, I can't really think what else I wanted to get off my chest. It's really, number. It's, so, um, instead of going through, oh, I just accidentally played one of my own videos. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if there's anything else you want me to cover in the future, anything like you know, subjects that you think would be good topics to discuss in these podcast style videos, just give me a shout. I mean, I always. Happy to hear your ideas. And yeah, I just want to say uh, uh, another thank you to all of my supporters. It's just wonderful. Uh, the, I've been supported by some really wonderful people. And it, and I suppose friends, they've become friends. And it seemed weird that I call someone that pays me money friend. Maybe it isn't weird at all, but it's, I suppose it's it's abstract, isn't it? Because in in real life that doesn't happen. But in terms of supporting content creators, it's a strange thing that we as humans have designed to exist. <laughs> Paying creators, and then we open dialogue and we talk, and it's really quite amazing. Because as I said before, it's so hard to make friends. In my workplace, I go every day well every weekday and I talk to people and I pretend I'm, oh, that was so funny and I'm just dying inside I sit next to someone who, who's really smelly it, I sit next to three people actually who are, who are quite smelly and uh, it's quite funny because they'll never watch this video so but it's at the same time it's, it feels like cheeky right now like, oh I'm, I'm exposing them but um, I won't say who they are but they'll know who they are if they watch it but they're already is they won't but yeah, it's it's like psychological warfare. When you when you sit next to people and they smell and there's nothing you can do about it, I think I need to move seats. <laughs> but yeah, so you've got smelly people, annoying people. People paid more than me to ask me to do things they should know or do. And the management just don't treat us very well or do any work either. It's just sad, you know, 40 hours a week of that. So then this is this is my this is my real job. This YouTube. This is my real job. This is what I want to be my, my real job in comparison. Even though I hate it sometimes, you know. I do. I do hate it sometimes. I'm gonna be honest. But only because the it's gonna it's gonna sound really petty, but it's just the opponents is boring. That's all it is. That's what makes me hate it. Everything else I love. I love the this video I love. I love talking to you. I love engaging with the audience. I literally talk to every every comment that comes in, I reply. I don't like how complicated the algorithm is, but I get why why it is complicated to stop people abusing it. Yes, I get it. 
I just wish I just need that lucky break. Um, I mean, I've talked to, there's a vendor in the UK called Magic Madhouse who I've desperately tried to like do collaborations or something with them, but it's, it's, yeah, they're not, they're not like huge. They're, they're, they're a big vendor and I shop at them a lot. I mean, this is not a plug by the way, but yeah, it's, it's a great like shop. They have, they're just fast and they have, you know, all the cards on stock. Again, this is not a plug. I'm not sponsored by them, but this that's the thing I'd, I'd like to be. But the only thing they offer is affiliate deals, which is basically, you know, I give you guys a link and you click it, and then I get like 2% splash back on, on your purchase. But it's, that's so hard. That's, it might as well be zero, to be honest. It's so hard to even push that. So I, that's why I just kind of don't bother. Because although the link is on my channel, it, it's hard because, because a lot of my viewers aren't even in the UK anyway, and that's where the majority buys off from Magic My House. But, but yeah, I need a sponsorship or something. But I guess I'm too small. I'm too. I'm inconsequential to the big guys, the big stuff. And then there's the argument of like, oh, am I sell out to get sponsorship? Sponsorship? Yeah, I don't know. It's money, isn't it? No one's gonna say no to money. But yeah, it's just getting that, getting that ball rolling. You know what I mean? Uh, what else? What else? Yeah, just thank you. Well, what if you're watching this far? Then I know who my fans are, my Uber fans. You're one of them. This is late into the video. You know, most people dropped off by now. Most people didn't get into thirty seconds of this video. Just yeah. So that probably rounds out this first. I don't even know what this video is like a podcast style thing. What even is a podcast? Oh, it's just a person talking. In the future, I would like to do these with someone else. That would be cool to talk about anything, everything magic related, maybe things not magic related. I've tried to keep everything in this video magic related. And it was weirdly, surprisingly, I did that, I think. So yeah, feedback below, like, subscribe. If you do want to donate, you know where to go. Patreon, Kofi in the description below. You can support the channel that way. Thank you to everyone who already are, is. Thank you to everyone who's a member. And yeah, until next time, let's hope this video does well. It, I know it won't, but it, I had fun doing it. I'm smiling. Maybe you liked it too. Maybe you're asleep. Maybe I'm about to burp. But yeah, uh, this is the longest goodbye I've ever done. <laughs> I don't know how to end it. Because I keep thinking... Is it going to be over or am I going to say something else or I'm going to regret not saying something? But yeah, I think we'll call it now, guys. Have a good night and watch more videos. Maybe you want to hear my voice more, but yeah, go for it. Did you know that you can help my channel by watching another one of my videos? Go ahead. You know you want to.